gritty culture and class in America. Live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Melissa Itell Duran Show. Frank McKay here with Renaissance Woman, Melissa Itell Duran. She does so many things so well. If you go to MelissaItellJoran.com, you can see two documentaries on her, and uh, she's wonderful. Thrilled to be here once again. Binge listen to everything we've been doing. You can do that on any one of 124 different outlets. Uh, Frank McKay here, much more importantly. Melissa Itell Joran, how are you? I'm doing great, Frank. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, how is uh, how is the mayor's race or the DA's race doing in Manhattan? It's a it's it's a, a broad field. It's a complicated field. And uh, what's your take on on both races? Well, for um, you know, for those of us who are living outside Manhattan, it, it is uh, it, it is getting a lot of attention. I mean, maybe not in Peoria, you know, you know, Illinois, but. Um, it's definitely in the Northeast uh, because um, everybody's it's, everybody says that Bill, Bill de Blasio, who thankfully has term limits, <laughs> is on his way out. <laughs> and everybody's trying to remake New York in his or her image for the better and to just, just make the, 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 the name de Blasio just disappear into thin air, which would be kind of hard to do because, <laughs> let's face it, he left a lot behind, and it's going to take a miracle to change things. But aside from that, then the, the mayoral two-lit race, it's the primary. Uh, usually it's held in September. This this time around in, uh, in June, you know, they just started voting. They, they're giving everybody, every New York City resident, um, a whole week. And I think it ends on Tuesday. This is called Ranked Choice choice voting so yes. you rank your choices and uh, if your first choice doesn't get a, a, you know n- enough votes and maybe your second will etc i think there is going to it might be a runoff i'm not sure but it's 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 designed so that um you don't have a lopsided vote or you don't you know the, the, the somebody gets too many votes and somebody else doesn't if there's a, a, a um a low outcome of um of voters, because if if you if you look at De Blasio's record, then you wonder how in the world <laughs> could he have been elected and reelected? Well, the answer is not too many people went to vote. Yeah, I, I mean th- this is very true. He's a very lucky man if you think about it, mm-hmm. and and the city was very unlucky that that happened. Yeah. But uh, he. Um, you know, he won by default almost, and, and you know, he was just kind of uh, the last man standing. I, let me ask you about this, and, and again, this is uh, this is, seems like a, a crazy question, but I, I've got to ask it. Is there anybody attaching themselves to de Blasio? Is anyone saying, uh, I will be in the next Bill de Blasio, or I will continue oh, no. what Bill de Blasio is doing with the city, or is everybody just running away from him? Oh, heavens, no. <laughs> um, 
but you can tell who is on you know who who is on a, a, a similar party line, who's simpatico to you know Bill De Blasio's progressive politics. You know when they they ask um, you know would you know would you consult with Bill De Blasio? Some of them would say uh, no, I don't plan to. Or well you know he's he didn't ask for a job. He doesn't want a job. <laughs> so why would I have to ask him for anything? Why would I expect anything more? They they don't want to come here. Some of them have a, a soft spot for him. Because they're 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 kind of in the you know the left they're in the you know they're in the left pocket of the of the of the, uh, of the pool table there and um, so they <laughs> they don't want to say you know, outright no but um, you know nobody really wants you know this is I, I wonder what happened when John Lindsay left office because he was in a, he was in a, a very a similar it was it, it, it's not not exactly. Not exactly, uh, you know, word for word, but a similar position. I mean, if, if you go back in time and you, you do you do the research, you look at the pictures. Bill De Blasio and John Lindsay were of the similar height. I don't know if that means anything, but it just just to point out differences. Similar height. I think um, John Lindsay may have been, you know, maybe I don't know if he was six six, but but they were both very tall men. But Lindsay, yeah. by the way, was movie star handsome. Do we think oh, De Blasio yeah. is movie star handsome? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure his wife thinks he's nice. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and 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 they came in. Well, at least Lindsay came in with this, you know, flourish of oh, this dashing, you know, handsome man is is going to uh, revitalize the city somehow. And then he got hit with a a, a a a a, a, a trash um, a, a a sanitation strike. Uh, I think it was either soon after he got in, or during a snowstorm, or something like that. And then during a snowstorm, he didn't he didn't seem to be able to coordinate his snow removal services for the for the outer boroughs, meaning Queens, the Bronx. So these these boroughs especially suffered horribly. They they they, they and they were they there was uh, you know pictures of them on on if you this is online you know and, and when they when when Lindsay died when he passed away about 20 years ago they showed pictures of, of Queens being inundated with snow and Manhattan cleared away and that was one of the one of the legacies of his administration. Wow. So yeah. you got two guys who would who who who. For some reason, whether it's bad luck, bad timing, or whatever, um, brought with them a lot of some grief. But, but I, I think there is one one glaring difference between the two of them. What's that? Um, John Lindsay, as you just said, John Lindsay was movie star handsome. John Lindsay was class. Yeah, and uh, and I have never heard the word class and uh, and Bill De Blasio mentioned together unless the word class was uh, followed by the uh, the suffix less. So class less. I've, heard. I've never I've never once heard somebody say, you know, Bill De Blasio is a class act. I, I've never heard it. I've heard a lot of things in my life, but but I've never heard anyone say Bill De Blasio is a class act. Uh, Frank McKay here with a class act. Melissa Itell Jordan. Oh, she is terrific at everything she does, and she does so many things so well. I wish we can get her on the ballot, but again, she's too nice, <laughs> too nice for politics. But she will give you your her opinion on it, and it's just great. And I think you're fair about this, uh, De Blasio. I, I think you know. Listen, I think everybody gave him a chance when he first got there, and and immediately 
be disappointed. He has been a terrible mayor. And I, I don't even know that, that we have to preface that by saying that, um, you know, like, are we doing the right thing journalistically? Are we doing the right thing? No, there is nobody that I know of that won't say that Bill de Blasio has been a terrible mayor. I mean, it, you know, people from the left say, I like his positions, but I don't like yeah. him. You know, or uh, I like his positions, but uh, I, some of his approach was, uh, you know, a little off. I wish he was a little, little smoother. I wish he was a little this. Uh, it, Bill de Blasio, it, it's been a nightmare, and he, and he was reelected, which is just amazing. But yeah. Bill de Blasio's uh, tenure, to me, and stop me if I'm wrong or if I'm being too harsh, but it's been an absolute nightmare for New York City. Oh, oh, I agree. I mean, he ran initially on the uh, campaign slogan, um, a, 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 a Tale of Two Cities. I mean, that was his first campaign uh, 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 message. You know, that New York had become a, a divided city. It was either rich or poor. And uh, I remember he, you know, he, he spent a lot of time introducing his, his uh, mixed-race family. If you recall, he had the, the, the campaign's... Um, message started in the in the, his well it wasn't even his kitchen that was the that was the whole thing he didn't even film in his apartment it was filmed in somebody else's apartment it wasn't even his apartment to begin with <laughs> yeah just uh, wow i mean just everything then he then he tried to run for president does anybody remember that that he actually tried to run for president and um uh, to say it was it was a uh, uh, less than successful would be an understatement uh, it was a complete and utter failure de blasio um i and the one moment i can remember is uh, would they speed up his voice or something like that by accident was it uh, uh was it uh -huh. his his voice on some tape was sped up and everyone was just laughing and you know it wasn't even necessarily his voice i mean his fault but it was just it, i guess symptomatic of what a terrible campaign it was. It just nobody particularly liked him, and I, I think uh, the Post had some great lines, right? Didn't they show, uh, um, mm -hmm. you know, when he was pulling out? Did they, uh, you know, they they indicated? Did anybody care? Did anybody notice? You know, whatever. <laughs> you know, it, it's just I, terrible, terrible job by Bill De Blasio. And his name, his nickname, became Big Bird. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Big bird. <laughs> Big bird. Well, who looks like uh, the leading candidate? How does uh, Eric Adams look? I think he, he looks like, you know, he's at yeah. least a player in it. Um, who uh, who are we looking at and when are we looking at? I, I think this Tuesday coming up, right? That's the big uh, primary. Yeah, that's right. Right. And I'm hearing rumors that, that that might not even be a sure deal. We might not even have a clear winner and maybe in dispute. Even though it seems at the at, at the moment in the polls that Eric Adams is leading, and that um, uh, in, in the, the second spot I think it was um, was it Catherine Garcia perhaps, and then Milo Wiley, and somehow or other Angela Yang got knocked down, and and I I thought he would be a real contender, and it's I think uh, I hope it's just a mistake if, if they you know if, if if they're calling it in that order right now. You know, Milo mm -hmm. Wiley is 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 the is the uh, way out in left field uh, candidate who was endorsed by our one of our favorite um, gang of four members, AOC. Wow! And where is she now? She's third. Third. Yeah, Andrew Yang. I I don't know. I I saw his commercials, and uh, I you know, I don't think he looks comfortable 
in those commercials. I might be wrong, you know, maybe it's just me, but I, I was thinking, you know, I, I, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't wear it well. I'm not criticizing him. I'm just saying that, you know, some people are just natural politicians. You know, Bill Clinton, he wore it well. He was like, he was like a natural, smooth, you know, slick. Slick Willie, right? You remember mm-hmm. Slick Willie and right. all of that. Mm-hmm. Ronald Reagan was uh, was smooth and slick and and whatever. Um, Andrew Yang, nobody's going to say Slick Andy. You know, he's just not that kind of guy. He's he's mm-hmm. uh, you know he's he's a little awkward uh, with uh, with his approach. And I, I don't know. He's intelligent. He sounds like an intelligent man. Uh, no, he is. He's got great ideas, but no doubt. I don't know. He's, yeah, but I don't know. Now, everything is everything is a photo op, and 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 you know, fitting in in the right place and being in the right place, and 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 I think we all thought that his his name recognition from from the uh, you know from the 2020 you know presidential primaries would would have been enough. Do you know our current system being so image conscious and uh, and TV and photo op, as you mentioned? Um, you, you got to think of where where a guy like Jefferson, who had a very squeaky voice, and uh, and Lincoln, who was uh, you know certainly not a not an overly handsome. He didn't have movie star looks, um, no. uh, Lincoln at all. And uh, you you got to wonder where our current system would have left those two men, Lincoln and Jefferson, in a um, uh, you know in a presidential race and in a big time race if it was televised and everything else in modern days uh you, you got to believe um maybe neither one of those men would have uh, would have ever had a chance of being president of the united states frank mckay here with melissa itell join go to melissa com and binge listen to everything that we've been doing over the years but uh, think about that it's very image conscience and uh and a guy like Andrew Yang, I think he, out of everybody, you know, and I guess if I, you know, I'm not a Democrat, but if I if I could vote and I was in the city, um, you know, maybe I'd go Adams. I don't know. You know, maybe I'd go, go Adams if I had to ma- uh, make a choice. Mm-hmm. But Yang is an intelligent guy. It's I, Should he be that far back? And can rank choice voting somehow uh, save him? That would mean that, um, that you know, people that, uh, that didn't vote for, you know, or that uh, Eric Adams or the the second choice, or whatever. They could switch to Andrew Yang, right? Do you do you know how rank cha- choice uh, voting works? Do you have that down? I think you rank your first five choices, and then uh, by a process of elimination, we'll see who's uh, you know, they 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 start to uh, um, eliminate. I don't know how by how they do this, but they eliminate gradually the bottom choices you know, until you're finally left with, the, I think, the top two. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. So I don't know. I mean, I don't think we're going to have a clear answer on Tuesday. I think that a lot of it will be up for for grabs. It'll be up for dispute, definitely. And then you have the, um, the uh, race for uh, Manhattan District Attorney, which is a big deal because um, Cyrus Vance, is not running. He's chose not to, and he's been a very controversial district attorney on, on many fronts, including his handling of, of Harvey Weinstein. Yep. So, um, yeah, so now you have a very crowded field of eight candidates, uh, a lot on the left, and they're saying that um, if the left doesn't unite them in front and back of um, behind one person, they're going to lose a lot to this, uh, I'm going to say multi-billion, um, almost a multi-billionaire candidate who seems to be, they say, buying her spot. 
on you know in, in, in you know on the on the bench on mm-hmm. well not on the bench but in the in the right. DA's office. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. You know what? makes the DA's uh, race intriguing, and I don't know how many people were talking about this, but there is an open case against President, former President Trump and the Trump organization. And, you know, I imagine a big question that is on a lot of people's minds is the, the idea that the next district attorney is going to have to possibly prosecute Trump and Trump family members the Trump organization. Right. Has that come up much in the race? Oh, yeah, because this is going to be, this is one of the uh, primary things that that the new DA will have to do is assume this, you know, assume, assume the helm of this this uh, quest to, um, to go after the Trump organization. Some people are predicting that by the summer even, before the, the, the I, I'm not sure the, when the DA takes office. I guess it's in, in it would be in November. I'm not even sure. I'm not. This is, by the way, a state office. It's not considered the same as as the the mayor's race. That's why they don't have ranked choice voting, and the, and the mayor's race does. But um, the new DA will have to do this. I mean, this is that people are saying that Trump could actually land in he could he could land in jail by the summer. I don't know. If I'm being premature in saying that. Yeah, well, I I don't know. I, it's uh, it'd be very very interesting. See, somehow I just don't see them carting yeah. off Trump in in handcuffs. <laughs> you know, it's just, I don't maybe, s- maybe the people who you know the his underlings, perhaps. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That there's no doubt it, that's that's uh, probably going to happen. Um, I would be surprised if it didn't happen. So um, you know, look when when you look at it, I just don't know that Donald Trump himself is going to be a, um, a you know a guy that they're um, that that they're pulling uh, a, a uh, I don't know I don't think we're going to see Trump on the side of the road picking up garbage in an orange orange jumpsuit um, I don't think that's going mm-hmm. to happen uh, it would be a federal prison anyway right it would be whatever but I still mm-hmm. don't think mm-hmm. I I don't think under any circumstances that we're going to see um, we're, we're going to see Trump. In, uh, in in handcuffs right away. Certainly not by, not by the summer. I think that's that's a little sensationalistic, but it, it is being talked about. People are saying that. Do you see that happening? I think so. I think that's what we're hearing. You know, there's so so much enmity toward him. But um, I don't know. I think somehow or other, I, I can't see him in a jumpsuit. No. I don't know, in an orange jumpsuit to match his hair yeah. and his complexion. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's exactly. Now, what is that with the orange hair? Do you know anything? Do you have any inside information on the hair? I mean, you knew him uh, be- before the, the, you know, the, the, pres- the, the, the 2016 presidential bid. Well, I, the first look I ever got at him, my impression was that he was unbelievably tall. Taller than uh-huh. the 6'3". Now, I, I'm 5'9", you know, I'm not tall, so, mm-hmm. you know, maybe... Well, just... you're, you're, you're at least your average height, right? Yeah, yeah 5'9 is about average, right? So I'm 5'9", yeah. I'm yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, and Joe Bruno, who I was with, was, you know, was about 6 foot. And, mm-hmm. and Trump, when he first came out, the first impression that I had of him is, man, he's a much taller guy than I thought he was. I thought he was about 6'5". Now he might have had, really? yeah, he might have had heels on. His hair mm-hmm. kind of pups up uh, a bit, mm-hmm. and I know they list him at six uh, six three, but his hair mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. it was blonde, blonde, blonde when I uh, when I knew him, really, really blonde. 
And somebody had told me when um, uh, I was getting my haircut in the city, and uh, and I told the guy that, um, and it was right by Trump Plaza, and I told the guy um, that, uh, you know, that we got into a conversation about Trump somehow or another, and I told him that I was I was going to meet him for lunch or I was dinner or whatever I was doing, and he said, um, I, I said, what, what do you think about Trump's hair? You, would you, you know, would like to cut that hair? And he, and he pointed to a bald guy. This is a barber saying. I'm not saying this, right? But the barber said, um, he said, he pointed to a bald guy. He said, he's like this. And the bald guy had like a little bit of hair on his, um, on the back of his, um, uh, like neck kind of, you know? And, mm-hmm. and, he, and I said, what are you saying? That he just let it all, yeah, he, he's saying it all grew down like real, real long. And he just swings it up and they secure it up there somehow. So in other words, he's saying that Trump is like completely bald. And this is like the ultimate really? comb over. Mm-hmm. You know, it's his real hair. And mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's just a major, uh, major comb over. Now, I don't know. Does that, does that make any sense to you? major comb over the, the, the rumors were that his daughter colored his hair or something i don't know well that's the hair. color but i'm know. talking i'm talking about yeah. the 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 hair itself it's his real yeah. hair right it's just that i yeah. think he grows it long and yeah. uh and according to this barber and he swings it over and i don't know i mean i i don't know that that's that's wrong um there's definitely something different about his hair, but again, we kind of d- digress. Frank McKay here with Melissa Itell Joran, and uh, you know the the big point, Melissa, is if he goes to jail, if he's charged with a yeah. felony, he can't run for president again. And That's I, right. I think a lot of Republicans may like that. Not the Trump Republicans, but the Cheney Republicans and the folks that that want the Republican Party back and not to be in the uh, in, in control of um, uh, of Trump, and they don't want him to be the face of the franchise. So it could very well, it could very well mean Trump gets charged with a felony. I just, I, I you know, let's. This is kind of uh, really important when uh, when it comes down to it, historically important when when it comes down to Trump and the. Um, and the DA's race. This DA's race is really <laughs> is really pivotal because that DA, whoever he or she may be, is going to uh, preside over the Trump um, prosecution or the prosecution of yeah. the Trump organization. Um, mm-hmm. Who's right. who's his best chance of not getting um, uh, convicted? Is there somebody there that's on Trump's side? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. He doesn't have somebody on his side. He's, no, uh, he doesn't. But the question, the big question is, what what is this race going to mean for, mean for the left, for the progressives? They have so many candidates there. You know, they're all trying to outdo one another, but yet they're split. And, and that could mean trouble for them because the candidate they want to beat is a, is a self-funded um, extremely wealthy wife of a, of a, I would say, billionaire hedge fund person uh, who is on paper sounds more conservative than the, all of them 
and her, her taxes are in question because, let's face it, these people don't pay taxes. Somehow or other, they, they, they avoid paying taxes while the rest of us, you know, we get stuck and we've, we've got to pour everything out. And she, she seems to represent a lot of interests that make it conflict with, with the true mission of the DA, uh, the Manhattan DA's office, which namely is to prosecute white-collar crimes uh, and, and, and the likes of, of, of people like Harvey Weinstein and, uh, you know, another, you know, another sort of people. And, of course, uh, the, 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 the criminals who plague these days plague Manhattan and, and the whole issue of, 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 um, of, of bail reform, if there should be bail reform, of, of weaning out the, you know, weaning out the, 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 pop, the jail population, police defunding. And uh, the question here is about—it's a question about, um, it, uh, it's, it's a question about, um, about intent, about um, I think um, um, uh, perspective, and whether or not um, the left loses. Are they are they are they now losing to uh, and giving credence to um, a, a, a person who whom actually may very well represent um, Wall Street interests? And that, that, in some people's opinions, that could con- come into conflict with the, the mission of the Manhattan DA's office, which is to prosecute white-collar crime. I mean, it is a, a very—this is one of the most, uh, um, I, I guess, um, high-profile DA jobs in the country and possibly the world. I know it's hard to imagine, but it is. I mean, that in New York City is where all the action is, let's face it. So this is a significant— significant office and cyrus vance has aroused who's leaving who decided not to run uh, has, has has decided to abdicate because uh let's face it he's he didn't handle the harvey weinstein uh, case to the likings of many people and among other things too yeah it's just it, right uh, all kinds of things uh happened wrong there and you know he wanted out i'm wondering if uh, if he got out because there was a there was a problem with um, with uh, doing Trump, you know, like going after Trump, you know, did he have some kind of conflict there? If he was going to go through this, is, was he going to be, um, you know, brought under the uh, you know uh, you know under the microscope by Trump and Trump's people? Maybe they want to. Uh, Maybe they wanted to allow this thing, um, I don't know, you know, to uh, uh, to, to germinate without him. Uh, it, it could be a disastrous move. If he leaves now, people are like, okay, he left on his own. He didn't lose a race. He did his thing. Um, you know, your question is, can, uh, you know, can he get out unscathed? And if he can, then, you know, then good for him. And talking about Cy Vance. Um, but, you know, there are a lot of people who speculate that he could not do this, that he couldn't, mm-hmm. you know, he, he couldn't preside over a Trump um, grand jury. And, and I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. But um, I, I'll tell you what, it isn't an intriguing point. Do you have any opinion on that? Well, it is an intriguing point because, uh, you know, um, well, what is going to happen? I mean, it, it, I mean, I think clearly everybody is in, in the United Front. You know, you know, they, they want to get Trump. Trump is as guilty as hell, and they're starting with his his number one, uh, his, his first officer. Uh, I can't remember his name, but he's a, he's, a, he's very high up in the organization. Yeah, I, you might. No, who who is that? I, I'd have to. I, I, you know, I'm I'm off on Trump stuff. 
yeah. I, I'm behind on Trump. Who, who's that they're talking about? No, is it oh, somebody um, that Trump's still friendly with? I assume, right? Yes, somebody who's still very much, you know, uh, uh, on the on the Trump letterhead. <laughs> it's it's not Rona Graf, right? I mean, no, uh, no, 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 no. This is a main money person. They're going to. They're starting with that guy. I forget his name. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah, well, it wasn't say so. I mean, they're going after these folks, and uh, and I guess ultimately they want to squeeze Trump uh, and squeeze them to to get uh, to Trump. Um, I, you know, I wonder. You know, I, I gotta, I gotta believe that they have a bigger, um, you, you know, they have a bigger game at uh, at hand, and um, you know, they they want Trump is what they want. They wanna, they wanna get him. I think people that are anti-Trump are going to say, um, are, are going to say this was a complete failure if, if in fact they don't get Trump and they just get a couple of his people. They want Trump out. The uh, the liberals want Trump out. Uh, you know, I think a lot of conservatives want uh, want Trump out as well. Mm-hmm. And right. uh, it, you know, it's it, it's it's a big deal. So I I think um, what we're what we're looking at is uh, is the race to see who is most trusted to get rid of t- Trump. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I think I think so, but I, I it, well, they all. I think they all acknowledge it. They all agree on that. I don't think there's one person who's downing it. It's just the manner in which, it's it's it, it, the manner in which it's done, and with which fervor. And and uh, you you see, you've got a lot of left wing candidates, a lot of progressives, and uh, they they don't they don't want to. They, they're dealing with the similar topics to the mayor, you know, the mayoral candidates, but they don't want to attach themselves to anyone. Of course, they don't want to offer an endorsement, but they. They, it, it, this is the preponderance of, of the trend in New York right now, uh, but it, it remains to be seen if, if, the, if the left can build a strong enough coalition to get where they want to go. Yeah, uh, listen, it's it's going to be interesting. Uh, is there is there someone? I, well, I don't know if you want to endorse, right? But is there someone in the mayor's race that uh, that you find most intriguing? And is there someone in the DA's race that you find uh, equally as uh, intriguing? And and if you want to endorse, endorse. But is there someone? This is our last show before the before this runoff. But, but well, they're not yes. runoff. The primary. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody? We may not even. Yeah. Well, they may not. We may not even know. We may still be up, but when we speak again, we may not even have any a clear winner. So, but I, I like I like Andrew Yang. Um, I, uh, I think Catherine Garcia is okay. I'm not. I know she. You know she was head of uh, the, of of uh, of, tr- of um, sanitation. She ran. Uh, she's you know she's hev- she's got her resume is heavily in, into you know governmental leadership. Um, I, I'm not a fan of Myla Wiley. She is. I told you she is a. Um, she is a, uh, a, I guess, a minion of AOC, and she's v- very far to the left. She, she was uh, she, actually, she, you know, she knew some of the, some of the, the DA candidates because she served in the since the Southern District, actually she, when she was an attorney. So she's familiar. They know her. They even mentioned her. Um, but uh, I, I, I like Ray, Mc, Ray McGuire, but I, I don't know what happened. Me too. He's polling I, I, really low. Yeah, I, I thought he was going to be a bigger factor at the end. I thought yeah. he was impressive, Ray McGuire. Yeah, and, and he just very, fell off. Very smart, very accomplished. I don't know. It just is everything is personality, unfortunately. Yeah. 
you know, Andrew Yang with his with his name recognition and his his, his bold ideas, and he's a smart guy. And he he went he went head to head with Eric Adams about Eric Adams' uh, record and his his uh, supposedly begging for for endorsements from the, some of the same unions that that endorsed Andrew Yang. And uh, he's you know he's he's on the ball, but I, I I don't know I don't know if he can if he can pull it off. He should be. Um, I I I just. Um, who else is in the race? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it. Well, you know, th- those are the names. You know, how many are there yeah. total? How many? How many folks? Oh, are, I don't know. Is, is oh, God, it? I don't remember. Like twelve or something. Why I don't. That might be. Yeah. Um, I. I just. I mean, those are the people that I like, but I. I, I think I'm. Li- I'm. I'm forgetting some names. You know, I. Uh, the, oh, go ahead. Yeah, on the Democratic side, like, for some reason, I'm. I. Can't, I. I can't. I'm sure I'm leaving out some names, but anyway, those, those are the main people that I, I that I, I like, and uh, I just it's it, I don't know. We'll see what happens. It, right as of now, they're saying Eric Adams is holding on to a lead. Well, we'll see what what transpires between now and next Friday. And on the Republican side, I don't know if, you know they say that theoretically whoever wins the Democratic primary is a shoe-in for mayor. I, I do have a thing. I I, I am slightly preferential for Curtis Sliwa. I know yeah. he he doesn't have the funding. Uh, I I doesn't have the, the you know the he ran the government the the, you know, the, the um, guardian angels. That's his whole brainchild. But I like his ideas on on um, law enforcement. I don't think he. He has a chance, but I, I would prefer him over Fernando Mateo. Yeah. Well, listen. I'll I'll say that. What, what, um, yeah. Well, I, I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna bring up uh, some of his endorsements, but we, we don't have time with Curtis. But yeah, I I would like to see uh, Curtis Lee would get there. He was very good to uh, a friend of mine, Frank Morano, mm-hmm. and he took Frank Morano under his wing from a radio standpoint. Yeah. But yeah. Frank Morano is doing a lot of his campaign. Yeah, well, it's true. Did you, yeah. did you hear that? Yeah, yeah. He's. He, I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's a, an unofficial campaign manager, but he's in, heavily involved in his campaign. No, Frank knows his way around. That's for sure. And uh, yeah, and yeah. he's always gonna. Uh, you know, Curtis is always gonna lean on Frank when it comes to politics. I, I've been doing Frank's show, and I'm gonna do it next week again, um, all on the Long Island serial killing. And yeah, and actually, I heard the podcast. I heard the podcast. It was yeah. great. Yeah. So, uh, did you hear? The uh, the show with me and Frank, Frank interviewing me? Yes, I did. On, yeah. on a podcast. I missed it live. I heard it on the podcast. You know, I got to say, I was on, I, I he asked me if I can call in at 2.30 in the morning. So I woke up at 1.30, and he's, you know, he's in that mode, you know, he, you know, because yeah. he does it all yeah. the time. And he's great right. at it. He's great at his overnight stuff. And I, uh, I you know, I went on and, uh, mm-hmm. and they said to me, you know, his producer and some of the other folks there said, the phones just lit up. And keep in mind, this is two thirty to three in the morning, and the reach he has, people from all over the country were just calling up, trying to get questions in. And we only had time for one because they didn't want to cut me off, and mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. they asked me if I can go on longer next time. But yeah. Frank is starting a Lisk series, and for fo- folks who don't know what that is, it's the Long Island serial killing, and uh, I'm urging him to, to do it because his his reach is tremendous just on this one station, you know, this one tremendous station, WABC. So he's uh, he's taking a real interest in it, and I'll tell you, maybe we're going to get somewhere if somebody like Frank Morano 
uh, gets involved. And I'm, you know, listen, I'm thrilled, thrilled to be working with him. Yeah. On. Yeah. Congratulations. That was wonderful. And the and the and the and the the, you know your 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 reporting is is fabulous. It's just really um, groundbreaking. Well, thank you very much on that. Uh, Listen. Uh, Melissa, I, I, as we do every week, we want to thank everyone for tuning in. We got terrific people, and maybe now with the craziness going, maybe we can have an event one of these uh, one of these days, and uh, and you know we could uh, you know uh, sign some books for for folks and and meet some folks. Uh, it's got to be the right time. People are still a little freaked out about getting together for meetings and yeah. things like that. And who knows? Maybe winter time is a safe. You know, we'll see what happens with these different variants. But uh, any last words? Um, well, we've got we've in the, it, definitely in the New York City area, the mayoral race is, is, is the ranked choice voting. We're going to see how that goes along with, you know, there's ranked choice voting for the controller's race. I forgot to mention that. And uh, it's uh, this is uh, an exciting time because they haven't used ranked choice voting, I don't I believe. So this is a big deal. And we'll see if we have an I, I don't know if we'll have a clear, uh, you know, a, 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 a you know, a bonafide winner i don't know if i think it's going to be it's going to be steeped in controversy but we'll see what happens we will definitely know who the who the the da contender will be uh, because there's no ranked choice voting for that that is considered a state office and uh well, i guess you know sooner or later we're going to know in which direction uh city hall will take shape uh, is it going to? And they all want to distance themselves. All of them want to distance themselves to some degree. Even his, even the ones who were soft on on De Blasio from De Blasio. But let's see what happens it, because a lot hangs on this next choice. It's, 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 are the police going to be defunded? Um, are, are we? Are, are, is someone who's really tougher on crime going to get in? Um, it, 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 are things really going to get better? And, and are we going to need a miracle to save New York? Because right now New York is. I think it's as bad as it ever was in the 70s. Maybe it's maybe it's getting there. Maybe it's getting worse. But it's it's it, it seems like the city needs to be saved. It's crying out for help. All I could say is whoever we get could do no worse, and that's a terrible standard to set. No worse than the man that is still there now. And we're gonna say one day, Melissa. I tell Jern. Good riddance, uh, Bill De Blasio. You're <laughs> gone. Don't let the door hit you in the butt on the on the yeah. way out. Yes, yeah. 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 don't let the door slam in your face. Right. Have yeah. a nice life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, thank you. Thank you, Frank. And to everyone out Thanks there. To thank everyone. Yeah, thank yes. you very much. Uh, 124 different outlets. Uh, you have your choice. Keep listening on the on the one that you choose now. It's fine. Uh, Frank McKay signing off. Go to melissaiteljuren.com and, and watch the documentaries. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you next time on the Melissa Itell Juren Show. You've been listening to Melissa Itell-Duran and co-host Frank McKay on Breaking It Down Radio.